Just a quick FYI, we're talking about body image in this episode. This includes mild conversations about weight, dieting, and social triggers around food. If this is triggering for you, please step away and take care of yourself. We'll see you in the next episode. So I'm going to command that I take some of that time while we're out and about doing the things like, okay, Liz, what do you want? We're going over to this section. Look at this. Okay, let's go try on things together. Let's go. Wait, we actually leave my apartment? Yeah, we're doing that. Oh, fuck. Welcome to The Thought Dish. I'm Kayla. And I'm Elizabeth. And what's on your plate today, Liz? What a turnaround. It's you introducing it this time. I feel so nervous. You uh, got you got this, boo. I got this. Okay. Yeah, I actually have been thinking about um, personal style a lot lately, especially since I like radically changed my hair yesterday for no reason besides that I like couldn't sleep. And I was like, what if I completely changed everything right now? Isn't there a thing where if you a girl changes her hair, something dramatically changing in their life? <laughs> I mean, I, that's stereotypically kind of what people do. But I, I also feel in the salon spa world that um, spring, which on paper, it's spring. Yeah, I fell on my ass <laughs> like three days after the first day of spring. So don't. Don't talk to me. <laughs> but I feel like, I mean, just be- because our, you know, fourth winter, or I guess fourth winter is next week. Right. <laughs> the blizzard that's happening. Yeah. Um, we're, we got a, like a, a one to two footer coming, coming our way. Um, super... I'm moving. I don't know where I'm moving, but to the moon. I feel like there's less weather. I just don't know. But I feel like we've been seeing a lot of people like chop my hair off. I want to do this color. I've been waiting forever. I'm just going to do it like a lot of that this year and a lot earlier than normal because mm. of what's happening out there. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense, too. It's like the season change and you're like shed whatever I don't want. I want this instead. <laughs> oh, so you're saying I'm predictable. Good to know. <laughs> Or how do you feel? Like, what's going on? Oh, I'm what's having, going am I on having with like you? a midlife crisis. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. I'm having a midlife crisis at 30. Mm-hmm. My life expectancy has dropped. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually just thinking because my sister and I were talking about um, like her her aesthetic for work. Um, they're really fancy there. They have like Pinterest boards of like their their work aesthetic. And I was like, oh, that's bougie. I wear jeans and like a graphic tee every day to work. Um, I'm actually a teenager. I did not know. Did you know, though, that that's also my style a lot of the time? You still look so much more put together than me. Which is funny because, like, I thrift store like a champ. I have not been in a, a thrift store since I was, like, 13. Um, yeah. So we're going to do that together. I have, and a see lot of, what... I have a lot of trauma from, from thrift storing as most of my youth. I'll hold your hand. We'll get through this together. We'll get through this together. <laughs> well, okay. So there's a, it's a combo. And I think it's gotten a lot better now than when I was a kid. But, you know, being a plus size like teenager um, right after puberty, like puberty hit me and was like, guess what? You're in a whole different kind of life bracket now. Um, you didn't really have a lot of options back in the early mid 2000s. And yeah, we're old. Um, I mean, it was those jeans that had like the little embroidery pieces on there and like so many. (laughs) And I had to wear like the mom ones. And it was all the sequin shit. Do you remember like the sequin purses and the sequin slip on shoes? And like I didn't get those because uh, my feet were too big. Oh, so in Payless, I always had the 
Yeah, Payless, my only love. We went there all the time. But I I remember when I got my first job, I was 14 and I came up to the big mall of Fargo and I spent like basically my whole paycheck at Gadzooks, it was called. Your mall was bigger than mine, so. Yeah, I mean, so sorry. (laughs) But I also had to drive 45 minutes to get to it. So, I mean. But yeah, so I spent like my whole paycheck on Gadzooks and it was like, yeah, trendy zip up sweatshirts. Uh, Pack Sun was a thing. Um, so the biggest problem for me was another reason why thrift stores were kind of tra- traumatic for me is I wore men's jeans. Um, being plus size, you ended up wearing a lot of men's jeans. So the fun sequins on the booty um, were usually uh, not there for me. Um, we had the fancy embroidering for the cowboy jeans, um, but. I didn't know. I I was one of the first ones to learn that the zippers go different directions. Like the the flap goes different directions for men and women's jeans. I was one of the first ones to learn that one um, at a younger age. Interesting. <laughs> I did not know these things. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, you learn that one pretty, pretty fast when you're only wearing men's jeans. And the first pair of women's jeans, you're like, oh, that's a different direction that the flap's going. <laughs> It takes some, it takes a learning curve, it, ironically. Isn't like a thing with the buttons on the shirts, too? Yeah, everything's That's a different so direction. Um, it's actually, Why? Oh, I actually know this one. It's because um, women had somebody else put their clothes on for them back in the day. Way, way, way back in the day. Like, way, 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 way back in the day. And men usually dress themselves. So um, it was easier for somebody else to button and do everything one direction. And so when men did it, it's the same direction. Weird. Yeah. Uh, Welcome I like that. those things. Welcome to that fun fact. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I look that crap up because I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> because it's like, and then you hide it too because you're like, okay, I'm wearing men's jeans in high school. That should like, be the tagline of Thought Dish. But why? <laughs> but why? <laughs> but why though? Um, I also had like a huge stage in my elementary through middle school years and my mom loved it because it made me, dressing me so easy. Um, I only wore bib overalls. I loved bib overalls. I wore those like fifth, sixth, seventh grade. It was like my Apparently, jam. Everybody that I've known my has favorite had one of the poo. <laughs> yeah, I had one of those too. I had I had a Tigger one. I had like Tigger on the top. Um, apparently everybody I've known, like every woman that I've known, has had like a bib overall like stage it was in their so life. So easy because you didn't give a shit what the shirt was. No, and you had like <laughs> seven shirts and like twenty pairs of bibs, and you just like went with it. And my mom's like, as soon as I was like, I want to wear jeans. My mom's like devastated because like I had to have a new wardrobe. <laughs> I had like had to have like a sit down conversation with her being like, I would like jeans and leggings again, mom. And she's yeah. like, no. <laughs> I remember I went through like this little house of the prairie kind of look too, where I wanted to wear long <laughs> skirts all the time. Like the long skirts that had the buttons down the middle. Like that was my jam. <laughs> I did that one time. Okay. So there was in fifth grade, we had a musical thing that we had to do and there was one scene um where everybody in the choir had to go up and gallop like a horse and we all had to dress like western and i hadn't worn dresses in so long that i was like i want to look like a little house on the prairie i was the <laughs> only one everyone else picked like cowboy and, and my mom's like why did you pick a skirt i was like i never get to wear skirts yeah it's fun and then i was traumatized to not wear skirts for another 10 years <laughs> yeah i feel like I get that, though, like changing your aesthetic like I even like the past like year, like like and it's no, it's weird, but like having more capacity after doing some trauma work to like think about what I actually want to wear for myself. Receiving yourself is like a weird concept. Yeah. Versus like, what's everybody wearing? Is this okay to wear? What should I wear this to work? And now I'm like, what do I want? Like, 
It's really weird for me because I never really had the ability to do the what is everyone else wearing because I had I had my selection was what is available for a plus size woman at any stage in life. Well, and I think that's why it was so cool. Like even in the past couple of years of um like torrid and like different things that are online now that are exclusively plus size. Like freaking snag tights is a thing now. Like all this shit that's just like amazing for anybody who has a curve or big boobs or a big butt or whatever. Please sponsor us snag tights because Kayla just wants to buy your entire collection. I want everything really. And And then also (laughs) snag tights. Hashtag snag tights. Um Also, Liz just showed me what was the one that I was looking at while I was going to the bathroom? <laughs> cider. Uh, cider clothing. That's so good. Yeah. I want things on there too. Yeah. Now. My sister looked at it. She's like, oh yeah, cottage core corporate. That's totally you. And I'm like, thanks. My sister knows what my like aesthetic <laughs> is that I'm not wearing. Cause she's like, I know you don't wear it, but I know what you are mentally. And I'm like, how do you know? Yeah. Like, how do you know me? And she's like, it's because it's like the stuff that's tattooed on you. And I'm like, yeah, well, stop. <laughs> stop that and like i'm kind of like i guess my aesthetic that i've kind of gravitated towards is almost like a almost like a punk rock rocker flair but like a professional version i have it on you mentioned your sister with pinterest i'm not doing that for work i'm just doing that for life <laughs> like what i want to look like i haven't been on pinterest in so long i feel like i should make a pinterest board and like pretend I feel like it's blowing up because like i see a lot more recent stuff yeah now, it like, actually has um it's it's come back up my marketing side's showing again, being like, Pinterest is actually blowing back up again. Um, <laughs> Just so everybody knows, get on that. <laughs> actually, since the pandemic, because, you know, I made the joke, too, because um, I love Pyrex and I want everybody to forget about Pyrex so I can only own it. Um, <laughs> but because of the pandemic, everyone started making bread again. Um, but so Pinterest also has popped back up because of it, because people have started using Pinterest correctly again because there was a huge time where people just post photos on there and like it didn't go back to anything. And people would be like, well what the fuck is the point of Pinterest if the photo just doesn't go anywhere? Yeah. Um, but people are starting to use it correctly. Yeah. Again. And like the clothing thing, that's what's cool is like you find all these different looks and then you click on the pictures and it's like showing you where to find like yep. the boots, where to find the top, yep. where to find. So it's been really fun kind of going down those rabbit holes too. And um, I feel like too, I'm like, I'm like caught between this, like how do I blend my like dark twisty punk rock kind of look with like my, unicorn rainbow love like i'm kind of like in that whole thing of like i want to incorporate the sparks of color but like also i like the eyeliner and i was emo as a kid and like i i need that part of me is that why you like the oil drip exposed yeah i think so that oil drip style yeah because it's like a dark rainbow you know what i mean I feel like I can definitely style other people. I just can't style myself. And I think it might be because I hate perceiving my own existence. (laughs) It's so much easier to help everybody else but yourself. It comes back to that. Right? I'm just like, I don't want to. I'll just style you. Like, let's just forget about me. It's fine. Don't even look at me. It's fine. (laughs) Can I just style you how I want to style me, though? So that way. So I'm going to command that I take some of that time while we're out and about doing the things like, okay, Liz, what do you want? We're going over to this section. Look at this. Okay, let's go try on things together. Let's go. Wait, we actually leave my apartment. Yeah, we're doing that. Oh, fuck. (laughs) With these gas prices? (laughs) I'll pick you up. (laughs) With your gas. (laughs) No, mine's okay. 
the the truck that I brought today is not okay, but it was also the the last thing in the driveway. How did I know so. you took the truck? <laughs> Readily available. Readily available. I need to clean my car too. Don't fucking remind me. Oh yeah. Um. So I take the truck and my Equinox to work now. And like Sam opened the door the other day, and he's like, "Oh, so we put the recycling in the truck now too." I see. I recycle a lot of things from the salon and then I forget about them. And then we go grocery shopping and he's like, okay, so um, what are we going to do now? And I'm like, I'll hold this. Whoopsie doodle. <laughs> I just end up with like a lot of paperwork all the time and receipts and they just end up in my car in places that they shouldn't. Yeah. Well, like, and I have to like clear my passenger side any, but anytime anyone comes, cause that's like my office desk. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, hang on. And then people are like trying to move it. I'm like, no, no, no. Let me just grab it piece by piece. So I know where, where everything is. I because... have a system. <laughs> this is how this we, is my desk. This is how we sound crazy. Kayla, we need to figure something out for you. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Fine. Um, also I realized yesterday when I brought you, um, caribou, um, I threw the caribou like container like in the back seat, I was just like, <laughs> "You're turning into me." <laughs> Pretty soon, it's just gonna be, "Oh, I can't see out the back anymore. There's too much cardboard. Maybe I should stop somewhere." Uh, no, I can't get to that level <laughs> because I will literally throw up. Like I will have so much anxiety, I'll just be like, Whoa. "Me, I'm like, I'm saving the planet. I'm just the dumpster right now until I get there." <laughs> I'll clean out the car after the next, you know, winter that we have. And be like, "Oh, this I'm week. I'm gonna drive this weekend when we go to blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Oh shit, I gotta go to the cardboard place." Is that how we actually like tell ourselves to clean out our cars? Is yes. that we just like plan it? It's the same thing? thing of having like a party. So last night, uh, Sam and I hosted our friend's birthday party at our house, and that was like the perfect excuse to deep clean. See? <laughs> so, like, yeah. That's- so, um, I don't really have that excuse anymore. So, whenever you come over, I have stopped doing that thing where I can deep clean everything. As you can tell, there's like still two trash bags. Oh, in my do I apartment. need to be more judgy when I come over here? No, bitch. <laughs> then you're not allowed over anymore. The podcast is over. I'll actually put out a statement being like, the podcast is over because Kayla became really judgy. <laughs> she's trying to get me to clean but like she's just being a bitch and i don't want her here anymore i'm gonna send you pictures of her our house when the podcast is over yeah Yeah. (laughs) it looks really good when you come over (laughs) but actually it's great if you came over by yourself i've started doing that thing where like i'm like this is how i live just so you know like get over it and the thing is it's like it's really funny because i had a friend like i just showed up at her place and one time and she got like really nervous because i saw like her house was it was technically her parents' house and it was like a mess. Like people lived there and like her room was like a disaster because she just didn't clean that day. Well, that week. Cause we just, that's how we right. live. And she was just like, <gasps> and I was just like, I don't give a shit. I just was wondering why you were taking so fucking long. I texted you like 20 minutes ago and I've been sitting out and you're like fucking parking a lot of a driveway. I get, I get that anxiety though. And I don't understand like what the, Almost like tying into last week with the fake it till you make it thing. It's, it's like, yeah, so keeping up with the Joneses concept. Yeah, like, it's like, supposed no, to look. I'm very clean. I'm very tidy. I don't, I don't leave stuff around. Like, why does, we're all human. Like, maybe you had a really freaking long week and you're getting to it another time. Like, I don't have any mice in my apartment. We're good. <laughs> yeah, there's no bugs in here. That'd be your cue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't the ants are marching. <laughs> Fuck, bugs terrify me. I, there are no bugs in my apartment. They would be dead as soon as I saw one. This place would be fumigated. You would know so, because I would be texting you and about how many bug products I have bought to murder them. I need you to know that when you and Taylor purchase your house, do not look at North Fargo. <laughs> They're old houses. Oh, they got I'm, old bones. Oh, I know. There's spiders in the basements and there's ants that come in. 
every single summer and you have to put those little raid things in the corners of your babe i I lived in a basement for like seven years well the ants come marching in 10 years i lived in a basement for 10 years there were these like centipede looking bugs that would come into my room that were not centipedes what were they i have no idea because we had centipedes too growing up and they were outside but underneath like logs and stuff There'd be so many bugs that would show up. I had a fucking spider land on my face because the f- the vent for the air conditioning was right above my bed. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah, so this is why I hate bugs, okay? I have a reason. <laughs> I don't just discriminate against bugs for no reason. My prejudice is there. <laughs> came from years of trauma. I'm working through it, but I don't think they're helping. The only thing that I have, like, a very, like, strong, strong reaction to as far as, like bugs and creatures of that nature is maggots when i grew up my parents wanted to have chickens um we finally got the hang of it but it was a couple rocky years and what i mean by that is they got these chickens that were layers right so they would have their eggs and then we would collect them and we would eat them so they also wanted to be very free range which great okay um, we had a couple coops. We had the little boxes that they were supposed to lay their eggs in, but sometimes they would go rogue and they would just want to have their eggs some other places. So it was kind of fun, right? We're kids. We get to collect the eggs. We go out there. We look in all the crevices of the barn. We look in the garage. We look outside. We, it was kind of fun. It was like an Easter egg hunt. Easter all the time. Um, timely for the episode. I, yeah, that's why we're here this week. <laughs> um, I found... I thought it was really cool because I found this big batch of eggs that I was like, wow, they found a new spot. This is so cool. It had been there a while. I didn't know that. Oh. And uh, I grabbed the egg and it disintegrated in my hand. And underneath there were maggots everywhere. And mm-hmm. there were a couple on my hands. And I remember flailing my arms ever everywhere while I was screaming and running to the house. I grabbed the hose off of the house and was spraying my hands off. And my mom's like, what is happening? And I was like, I think I'm off egg duty for a minute. <laughs> You're like, I'm done. I'm out. All I smell is rotten eggs. I probably will for a month and I'm not going back in there. <laughs> yep. And I was just making the joke that um, I need to get a chicken because the fucking egg bake I made today was so many eggs. Oh yeah. Her $100 egg bake. Well, it should be egg hot dish because. You know, egg hot dish. Because we only make hot dishes here. Right. Um, The egg hash brown. Hot dish, which is pretty good. I need to add a little bit more seasoning. It'll be perfected. But let's talk about the monkey bread. The, the cinnamon Hot roll. Dish. The cinnamon roll one. Because I'm obsessed, you guys. I could eat the whole pan. It is ridiculous. Doughy, supple, moist. Why would you turn off all our listeners with that word? Um, If you're turned off, get over it. It's good for you. <laughs> it's good for you. <laughs> I'm saying this word for you to toughen you up so you yes. can enjoy the bread more. Toughen you up later. <laughs> it's good for you. It's good for you. Like this freaking, this cinnamon roll amazingness heaven in a cup is just as good for me. I also need everyone to know that Kayla refuses to use any of my bowls and plates and just goes immediately for my coffee cups. Yeah, it's fun. And she keeps making messes on my counter because she can't aim for the coffee cup correctly. Hey, I'm just doing what your little sign over there says, which is stay weird. That's just how I, I have need to get do. new signs. <laughs> Actually, I can. 
and I'm gonna keep doing more of what I love. So I need to get new <laughs> new signs in my office. All of them are signs for people who are not Kayla. It's enabling me <laughs> to be exactly who I want to be. <laughs> I need to rearrange my entire office now. Um, we're gonna take a quick break while I do that, and Kayla probably eats the rest of my food. No, but seriously, aesthetic wise, like. Why did you feel like you wanted to change? Like, is it just like, I know that you did your hair and I'm super excited for your second appointment when you get there. But like what? Yeah, in a month when I change my mind again. <laughs> I really like it. I think it's it's like a subtle, like, um, balayage like, purpley, pinky, highlighty mess. And I love it. Um, but what are you thinking about, like, your, like, aesthetic as far as clothing? Like. We're kind of talking a little bit before we started, but like, what does that mean for you? Do you think are you uh, still trying to like figure it out? Um, well, partially trying to figure it out, but partially just knowing that I don't really have the funds to do that. You know, we're all broke ass bitches, and then we're looking at all the prices, being like, "Yeah, I want that," but man, <laughs> man. Um, but I was just thinking because, like, since the pandemic, I've I had a job right before. Um, the pandemic where we actually had to go out and rebuy pantsuits and stuff like for me because we were I went back to working at like a news station and um, had to had to dress nice because um, before that I was back to jeans and a t-shirt. Um, do you feel comfortable in jeans and a t-shirt? I do um, but I also don't look in the mirror. <laughs> I like refuse to look at myself. Uh, so pandemic hits I've moved jobs at that point, but then I lose that job and end up working where I am now, where the dress code is basically like these wear clothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I kind of dropped down and stopped wearing makeup, um, which, you know, at first was like an empowering thing being like, you don't need makeup, blah, 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 blah. But I had used makeup so much as part of my like wake up routine and like, prepping my day that I kind of lost that because I don't like drink coffee. I don't like make coffee in the morning. I don't do what everybody else does where they're like, Oh yeah, do all this. And so my wake up in the morning was used to be putting on a full face of makeup. And I haven't gotten back to that because that's just a lot. And honestly, I don't think I have terrible skin now and it doesn't help that I go get facials now, which I probably shouldn't get as many facials as I do because I do not have that money. But who cares? Um, <laughs> Long story short, who cares? <laughs> it's for my mental health. Honestly, it partially was because I was going to because uh, uh, one of my uh, psychologists I went to for my the ADHD testing where they told me I had situational ADHD instead of real ADHD. <laughs> real fun for me. She actually recommended like Reiki, which was great, but it was like the same amount of money as like a facial. And. Honestly, a facial kind of gave me the same sort of like meditation and calming. But then I actually got the extra step of taking care of my skin, which then made me feel better on a longer term scale for me. And I think that it helps too. Jackie's like this little like like energetic wizard where she kind of does a little bit of energy work on all of her clients, too. Yeah, it's, so it's she, just, honestly, yeah, she brings that in there. But yeah. yeah, I think I like sometimes I crave a facial more than a massage because right. my massage is. They hurt. <laughs> I, they aggressive. They do well, work, but <laughs> I do. I do like the baby massage of like you. You have the skin of a, a small bird, and you will die if I touch you too hard. But getting off of the the thing after laying on my stomach, I have a weak back, <laughs> and like getting up hurts. 
it hurts less doing facial. <laughs> yeah. So like getting the facial, like I felt, and then I usually get the one where like I get the arm massage too. So like I get the full, like it centers me a lot better because meditation does not work for me because I don't like being with my own thoughts right now. Um, cause I just, I get distracted so easily. Hence why Kayla and I are friends. Um, <laughs> hence why our first, po- team. <laughs> hence why our first <laughs> podcast ended up with bugs and third podcast ended up with bugs. Um, I hate us. <laughs> I fucking love us. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> but, um, so I've started like, you know, I switched to get like a brow pencil and like I'm doing that now which I might even change the tone of that one even though we kept the same brown in my hair it's now very like ashy blonde in there so I'm like maybe I should change the brow pencil and so I've done like well, a in your second time it might not be as ashy it's I know pro- it's probably just to get you lifted and then you, well we had to the tone tones. the blonde because she's like your hair blonde so fast it went gold it was like boom we are blonde and I was she's like sometimes I'm like no it won't do it and then I remember your hair just does it and I'm like, I mean you'll want that color for your like your pinks and your purples though like yeah. that one. Oh yeah yeah 100% um she just she always laughs because she comes up and she's like your hair blonde's pretty quick and then That's awesome, and then we do it and then she's like I never expected the blonde that quick <laughs> Because you have so many clients in between that are like, come on, come on, right? lift. And then those people come in and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> she I think she loves putting blonde in my hair, but also it's like <laughs> be prepared because like, she, oh, oh, my God, I felt so bad. I felt so bad because we did it. Right. And we were putting it in and like it, it was like two very blonde, golden blonde, like money pieces in the front. And I'm just like wetting her dry. it, And I'm like, babe. <laughs> What what happened? I'm like, babe, I think we have to tone it. I'm like, she's like, okay. And she's like, I'm like, it's too gold. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, I know, I know I sprung all of this on you in the first place. So we don't have a lot of time. Do we have time to tone it? And she's like, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. She's like, we probably can't style it. And I'm like, that's fine. That is completely fine. I can do that at home. That's fine. Just, I can't, I can't with the, I can't. It was so gold, like against my skin tone. It was just like, not right. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I was like, that's so blonde. So much blonde. It was probably like outside of banana, not inside banana. It was it was golden. Like it was it was a beautiful blonde. Like it gorgeous. Not me. <laughs> we we don't need that aesthetic. We need something that else. Was, that was like shiny, like you are you are the main character in clueless blonde. <laughs> and that was not me. Um another person would have died for that blonde. <laughs> Wasn't me. Um, which I was kind of sad that toning it took the money pieces basically down, but I kind of went like, maybe I should get the money pieces back. They're fun. Because I was like, no, I'm not the type of girl that wants money pieces. And then the money pieces were there. I was like, maybe I'm the type of girl who wants the money pieces. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Uh, and if you want a little bit of a change, sometimes that like brightness kind of makes you feel good too. Um, and as far as like, like I get the expense of like new clothes and stuff like that, but like, that's why I was bringing up thrift stores, even though I know you guys will work on it. Um, <laughs> I love how you mumbled that so much that like our audience probably is like, what the fuck is she talking? We'll, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. Work on it. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on your trauma. We'll work on it together. Just give Kayla. Oh, oh my god, High School Musical is gonna give me a cut soon. Um, <laughs> or they're gonna give us a cease and desist. Yeah, something. I don't know. High School Musical is gonna do something. Um, but on Pinterest, if you start a board and you start pinning your stuff, you can like at least for me, I could see like common things. So I was like, what's common in all of my pins? Okay, tights. Awesome. So then I would like look, and that's how I found snake tights. 
Um, so I'd like find all these like different people. Like I'm like, okay, if I have like two pairs of tights, I can do all of these other outfits. Mm-hmm. If I have this type of skirt and I have this type of shorts, then I can do all of these so kinds of outfits. I understand the concept 100%. Yeah. It's just so much harder at my size compared comparatively or at least has been over the years because I've never been skinny. I've always been, I had one point had to wear maternity pants because they didn't have the plus size section. And that within itself became one hell of a trauma trigger. Yeah. And I can compare, I mean, I've always been fluffy. I've always been curvy and I've always been quote unquote plus size. Cause I'll, I wear the smaller sizes in Torrid, but I still do it because anything that's for like the average woman doesn't have the hips, doesn't have the butt, doesn't have the curvature that I need. It yeah. just it just doesn't happen. But my boobs pre uh, breast reduction surgery, I had to wear like XL, X large everything, because if I wore something that actually fit my body, it was a crop top before crop tops were cool, though. You mean like no <laughs> crop tops have been cool since like 1993. Well, I never thought they were cool. <laughs> Kayla just pissed off like a whole generation of people. So then I couldn't even cover up my muffin top because I had half of a shirt because my boobs ate it. So then I would have like this little whoop thing because, you know, there it is. Can't cover it up. And then I always got like shamed by my teachers and especially my counselor in high school was kind of a bee like she'd I'd be like bending over at my locker room and like grabbing my books or my locker in the hallway to grab my books at the bottom and she's like excuse me I can see your breasts like you need to get a different shirt and I'm like cool I'll just wear like huge baggy shit then and that's how my middle school and high school career will be sweet you know want to know a really big trauma uh, thing that happened to me um, so I go into my pediatrician as a teenager. Probably should have gone to started gone going to a normal doctor at that point, but you know, you know, whatever the doctor my parents bring me into. And um she does the great old like asking me I was overweight at that time too. Um been probably obese since I was like fifteen, clinically obese. So they're having the conversation. And we get on to what I'm wearing, which of course is at the time frame I wear like normal t-shirts with a sweatshirt. Like that's just always what I'm wearing. And I think during that time is like the good old fashioned like skinny jeans started coming out. So that was like skinny jeans, t-shirt, sweatshirt. That is my look. And that is all I got. And then like tennis shoes. They're usually men's tennis shoes because my feet have been bigger than the sun since middle school. Um, and My mom was like, oh, yeah, she just always dresses very comfortably. Because, you know, I can't talk for myself. (laughs) And the pediatrician says, is she dressing comfortably or is she trying to hide her body because she's obese? As if I'm not in the room. Cool. And that has been the one triggering since every doctor I've gone to ever since then. Being like, hey, you're going to have to deal with my blood pressure being up because uh, I'm about to see a white coat. And two, um, that conversation about anything I'm wearing since I was 15, 16 years old, um, being described as you're wearing that because you're fat. Mm -hmm. I totally see that. 
Well, and I I had a, a great grandmother that I grew up with, which had a, a lot of pros, obviously. I mean, it was a nice, especially with my family dynamic. The most critical woman ever about weight. I would mm-hmm. shift in any way, shape, or form. And she would literally, I would come over for a hug and she would like pat my stomach before even giving me a hug and going, oh, so we're packing on some more now. And I'm like, mm, perfect. Yeah. And let's just eat all of your, uh, all of your home cooked meals though. You know? Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> so it was like a constant war of like, okay, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> And it's, it's always been that too. And I think it's, it's kind of ingrained into a lot of women specifically or women presenting, um, where it's kind of like in the back of the mind of like, no, you can't gain weight, but you also have to still eat these items and you also have to still cook for everybody. Mm -hmm. And you also still have to present to your children and your grandchildren, this food. Yep. And then you expect them to eat it, but oh. you can't gain any weight from it. Yeah, but then also, I can't put all this in the fridge, eat seconds, yeah. eat more. Oh, wait, and I, I made this pie. Because We're going to bring how, that out. Because that's how she showed love and affection. <laughs> that's the only way she knew how. Yeah. Because she also had the trauma of the same shit that she never worked through. God damn it. <laughs> and now I never learned how to dress myself. <laughs> but we're gonna... <laughs> No, what we're going to do is we're going to give Kayla more food since we talked about food. And we're going to take a quick break. Let's do it! We come back. We come back to this and Kayla is like knee deep in Pinterest. So you... Sorry. You start me on something and it's over. Everything else is over. So now I'm on Pinterest and I've got a board that's called Liz, but with a whole bunch of Z's. She's Liz. She's, she's passed the fuck out as she's trying to solve my world problems. I've got no more skirts. I've got corporate cottage core meats. I'm going to look at my notes. She's made Bog, notes. kindergarten witch. So it's kind of interesting when I'm typing into this interest search, but I'm going to find something. Damn it. The biggest problem, I think, and as we come to this conversation is. What am I wearing? To work and what am I wearing to the normal day to day? Yes, because I used to dress up aggressively for work. I had to. And then when I would wear day to day because Taylor doesn't dress up at all. He is a graphic tee. At best, and a pair of jeans. Um, and so I don't want to. I don't want us to look like completely. We should not stand next to each other at any given time. <laughs> but at the same time, you have to feel comfortable in what you're wearing. But there was a conversation we had one time when we like would go out because I still have some like blouses and stuff that like I would just pair with jeans because they were like work shirts. And then I would wear them um, day to day. Because, like, I'm not just going to wear this to work or I no longer needed them for work. And they were just nice shirts and I never got rid of them and I still have them. And, um, which also contradicts the entire thing I gave you because they're like jewel tone shirts. And I fucking love jewel tone shirts. So that throws off the entire aesthetic that I gave you. I can't think of an aesthetic. It's like how I mentally am that day. But... He'd be like, oh, I feel really underdressed. And I'm like, honey, you'll never feel dressed appropriately around me. I will always overdress. Um, and ironically, I feel like that system, that that joke 
has disappeared from my vocabulary because I've kind of just like not existed as a person. She keeps showing me stuff. And yes, I would wear that, except I don't like stripes that direction because I have the ingrained fear of wearing stripes that direction. I am the exact same I, way. So I, live, I live in a society in which we got told as fat people not to wear stripes that go in that direction. I mean, it does make it makes sense, though. Why? I also have, I, I also have a larger chest and I don't need it to emphasize it any larger word (laughs) (laughs) i mean after a breast reduction i'm still rocking a double d and that's what they could do so um i'm I'm grateful i used to i used to have this tommy hilfiger shirt that i got from target that was like basically looked like a red and blue referee shirt that was like striped down the other direction going up and down and i thought i was like the hottest shit whenever i wore that shirt in high school because it like it, it emphasized me incorrectly and i was so sad when i outgrew it yes i would wear the shit out of that but i would not know where i there's another thing anywhere here's because it's because you like it here's the thing i don't have the confidence to rock an outfit that is fully put together well we're changing that shit this is why i just wear graphic tees and jeans i wore oh yeah that is that is not an outfit i will wear um pride 2023 (laughs) she's gonna try to make me naked for pride i swear to god yeah don't worry, I'll just wear pasties, so no matter what, I'll be more naked. <laughs> what? If Sam and I are going to have kids, these, like, nice, new, just freshly sucked out, lipo-lifted breasts aren't going to be like this forever. I might as well be free titten. Free titten? A little bit <laughs> this year. Because what if next year they're filled with milk or some shit? You're going to be free titting then, Tin. I don't want that. I'm not going to want you as much. We'll put it that way. You'll be free titting less. Yeah. Not as confidently. Your, your mommy milkers would be hidden. <laughs> but yeah, no, okay. I'm kind of getting it. I'm kind of getting it. I'm going to completely change next week. It's That's another problem. I'll be like, give me a new board. I have a new board. I'm going to be. How about I just pin a bunch of shit that I think that you would look fucking good in. And then you go on there and you like take off the stuff you're like nope unpin and then you'll show up you'll show up next week and it's empty i'll be like you know what i quit (laughs) podcast over i quit the pinterest but get in the fucking car because we're going it's just it's so difficult and i I feel like i know i'm making it seem so much worse but it's always been difficult i'm not gonna minimize your triggers absolutely it's always been more difficult um being plus size and not knowing like especially when you're being told what your shape is and then like what you should wear for your shape and and then being told from the other side like no wear what you want and <laughs> and be free but then you don't feel confident in that because that's not going to be the majority and dress for yourself only works so well because you're being stared at and then it's hard to be perceived you know it's always it's always been difficult to be perceived i mean the only reason why I stopped wearing makeup for the longest time was because I had a boyfriend that said I still look beautiful without makeup. And that is some bullshit stuff, you know, when we're always telling people like, you know, you don't need this. And I tell them all the time, you're beautiful without it. Like, even if you're not beautiful without it, fuck them. I, st- I think I just got to this point where I'm like, I don't care. It's for me. Like, mm-hmm. like Sam does have a lot of opinions on me, like this underarm hair. I actually don't mind it and I kind of like it. He hates it. 
So like I'll rock it for a while and then all of a sudden I'm like, all right, like I'll remove it for a while because it makes him uncomfortable. But he also recognizes that it's his. It's his uh, his stuff that's telling him that this is weird or it's different. Mm -hmm. It's different that I have grown out armpit hair because women aren't typically doing that and like not caring. Like I'm like, whatever, you know, like, but he he doesn't like it, but he recognizes that he's not sure why. Mm. It's a societal thing. Right. I don't know. And like, I'm just like, I'm just going to be me now. And I don't really care. I might bleach this out by the, for the end of uh, April, when I go to Texas for South, I'm going to South Texas pride to see my cousin. I might bleach it out and color it. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> her, her <laughs> armpit hair is going to have more color. And then my actual hair. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll wax it off. I don't know. But like, that's my choice. and I can do what I want. Yeah. And and it's it's one of those things. It's like I am very much a proponent of like, do what you want with your body. It's your body. Um, I am very much a proponent of like, you have the right to do that. But it's also very hard to like push it as being yourself and doing that for yourself and then still having the confidence at the end of the day. And seeing it's like. I am trying to eat healthier and be healthier in my body, which also means that there's probably going to be changes coming to my body when that happens. So that becomes a whole other can of worms, too, that like if I am successful at that, I will then probably have to change my entire wardrobe. And that's terrifying. Yeah, it is like it's a lot of like, okay, now what am I supposed to do? And I know that just from my years of yo-yoing, like. I go up and I go down 20, 30 pounds constantly. So I like get get rid of everything and then literally rebuy like everything in that size. And it's super frustrating. But at the same time, I do it because I'm changing and like this is what I got to do. And I've, I've gotten very good at like not caring about what the. The size is. Um, I feel like I'm like one of the the few that have have not given a shit about that. I don't cling to a size where I have to like, oh, no, this is my size. And then you like, that's good. Because there's like, like you a look, lot of my friends are that way. You look like a Pillsbury Doughboy and like yep. a pair of pants. When yep. you if you sized up one. Yep. You look, would look fantastic. I get, I get trapped in that for a long time until I'm like, OK, the only now you're busting off your belt loops yep. like now now we gotta yep. maybe think about it the different. only reason i do it is like i don't have the money to buy another pair of pants um so we're sticking with these ones as long as they stay i will lay on this bed and i will tug them up and i will button them and i will wear a bigger shirt <laughs> right it's fine <laughs> but um I, i'm usually pretty good at, at that part so that hasn't been my issue it's just more like perceiving myself i guess and perceiving myself as more than just like, just put the clothes on and like leave yeah. um, or trying out new styles or being willing to wear things that seem taboo for my size or my shape or who I am as a person. I feel like um, I, I'm I'm upset. I'm one of the people that's obsessed with Lizzo, like absolutely mm -hmm. obsessed with her. And I think that helps like even going on her. Um, I'm trying to think of her clothing line right now. It's blanking. Um, Yeti. Is that what it no, is? Yeti. No. <laughs> what is it? Yeti. Thanks. <laughs> I think it's Yeti. 
I said it and then I was like, why E-T-T-Y though? <laughs> but it's Yitty. Okay. Anyways, it's awesome. Like it, all of her shit is so good and I love it. And like that just kind of helps me too is more of these like plus size, either celebrities, models, whatever, when they are showing what looks good and confidently, then it's like, I can do that. I can wear that. Like, yes. But for me, it's very weird that like, I see her and I'm like, yes, she can wear that. She's very gorgeous. She's 100% in it. That's not me. And I see it very differently. You know, and I'm like, I'm very glad that she can do that. And I wonder if too, like my, my mama always had like the othering where she would be like, at least I'm not that fat or, you know, that sort of thing. And a lot of, a lot of people have that trauma of being like, you know, I might be fat, but I'm not you know, X, Y, Z. I might have this, but I'm not, you know, A, B, C. I'm not this. And you can internalize it the opposite way too, being like, that's great. She can do that, but I can't. I think it's like the, um, there was somebody that I followed or talked to or something that said OCD is obsessive comparison disorder of like, nope. How did they word it? I don't know. Basically drilling it all down. It was like, why are we comparing ourselves to other people? And I know it's like a normal thing to like want to judge ourselves against other people, but like recognizing that more, being aware of it more and then being like, but I'm different. Every single body type is different. Like everything's different. So if I want to wear something, it might look great on me and not so good on someone else. And that's fine. But then I'm going to wear those things that make me feel the most confident, whatever that is. Some people love their curves um like you, you were saying like mush muffin top and stuff mm-hmm. i have friends that love that <laughs> like they want that they're like these are my curves this is my stuff yeah it's oozing out good look at it like you know so i, I mean, want to be the dough boy yeah right like so i mean i that's I think, sir dough boy to you <laughs> yeah, right? you better recognize <laughs> um that's not me i don't feel comfortable when my skin's showing like that, I want because it it feels too tight. It feels too like mm-hmm. I'm trying to pack shit in. Right. Um, and there's a time and a place for shapewear also. Like if I'm wearing a dress and I yeah. want it to be like slim in certain spots, but like I don't know. I just like buy what I want now. And I honestly love I shapewear. And not because like it does much, because after a, after a certain size, I gotta be honest with you, we we will always look like we're roly polyolies and we we look like beautiful roly polyolies. Yeah. But I just like how it just generally contains me. It's a very nice containment. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially if it if it's shaping and not like constricting. I can't do that. I can't do yeah. that. I, I'm not that girl. Even There's though I a do. Difference. I do like I do like a mean corset, like a, a good old fashioned one that's like meant to work how it's supposed to, because corsets aren't actually meant to make it so you can't breathe. It was literally meant to be a really nice bra. Yeah. Um, and. A girl with a big chest wants a really nice bra where everything is supposed to be where it's supposed to be. So a good old fashioned. I want to go back to the Renaissance Festival and get like a fitted corset and just get that. Because they like measure you and fit you perfectly. They're like custom. Right. But they're expensive and they're expensive for a reason. Yes, they are. But I feel like I would feel like God himself. I actually, that's so funny. So uh, my last time I was at the Renaissance Festival with Sam, I bought a, um, a pin made out of the buffalo bone that they mm-hmm. have. Yeah. That says I'm the god of tits and wine or 
it's tits and mead, I think, because I love mead. And that's what I drink when I'm there. But like, yeah, so like there's tits everywhere there and everybody loves them. They're hanging out basically or like sitting on top of your corset. Like well, that's, what supposed, that, like, that's what it's, I was supposed to it's be. It's awesome. Yeah, because that's what it was. It's like it's basically was a, a shelf to keep them. Yeah. Down. And, and I like, felt good. It, it feels good when you're in those two. Well, and then, like I said, I have a week back and my weak ass back needs mental support. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need we need some support in this house. So I don't know. Some days I can my emotional like style can be changed on a whim. If I watched like a movie, if I read a book, I I have a problem. <laughs> I don't think you do. By the way, what you're wearing right now is super cute. Like, I love that romper and I love the T-shirt underneath it. Yeah, this was when I thought I was cooler than I was. Why? Yeah. It, it looks good. <laughs> Thanks. The romper's too big, actually, which makes it even better for around the house. It looks comfy as shit. It is. Except for when I have to that's pee. That's what and I then, noticed now. That's the only problem with rompers is when you have to pee, you have to get naked. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> which is like, that's a whole another type of vulnerability in there. Does this lock work? It better work. <laughs> Don't look in here. <laughs> this isn't going to be your normal lock-in. <laughs> um, I just think that I've just gotten more comfortable with the fact of like, every everybody wears what they're gonna i see people wearing something and i'm like i could wear that now like it's like it it just is i don't know affirming or something i feel like i might just be in general more vulnerable than i've ever been and i feel like that might be one of my bigger oh yeah issues um the problem okay so the problem is a lot of the stuff is i like really nice clothes okay i like looking very nice but my mental state (laughs) Is jeans and a, and a graphic tee. <laughs> so, that's, but that's what I love. So, like, I I started to like figure out. Okay, so I like like these ripped jeans, this punk rock type of thing. And then, so now I'm buying like concert tees that I really love from artists that I love. I'm going on like their specific websites though, and like giving them the straight money. So, mm-hmm. like, I just look up my favorite artists and I'm buying like a tea and it's a little bit more, but then you're like supporting that and it makes me feel better too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I still just haven't found where I am. And that's my biggest, my biggest problem. Just wait until like one o'clock in the morning and I'll text you and say my whole life has changed again. So be like, I found out my aesthetic. It's, um, all, uh, wind, windbreaker wear. That's all I want to wear now. Is windbreakers. Don't joke, because that was me for a small period of time. I think we all did that, didn't we? I mean, I was... It was, like, very colorful patchwork. I was born in the 90s. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Swishy. Of course I had a windsuit at one point, okay? (laughs) Hell yeah. I had a windbreaker. (laughs) And you know what? I had windbreaker pants. I had windbreaker... Yeah. Windbreaker breakers. (laughs) And you know what? Part of me still wants a windbreaker again, because those things were nice. They were. And you know what? We can find those at thrift stores. It's windy as fuck out, right? It is. It's windy all the time. Chicago's a windy city. My ass. Have you been to Fargo, North Dakota? <laughs> Have you ever been out in our 14th winter <laughs> trying to survive? By the way, I think we're coming unhinged a little bit because it's so fucking nice outside right now. And we're supposed to get like a foot or two feet of snow. We're unhinged on because we live in Tuesday North Dakota. And that. <laughs> and we're, also and also trauma. Medication. We're, unhinged. <laughs> we're unhinged because there is ice on the ground and I want to see grass. Yeah. Well, I feel like the most confident I was, though, was when I was like my and it wasn't like I did go through like a little bit of a goth stage with like the whole like trap pants kind of thing. And that was like very angsty mm-hmm. teenager vibe. But like when I was more like into the punk rock, like just like 
chucks, a band tee and ripped jeans. That was like my confidence right there. So I'm kind of gravitating towards that again. And like, I'm getting older and whatever. Kiss my ass. This is what I feel good in. <laughs> Honestly, the most confident I was was when I was in my bib overall stage. So I don't know if that's a good thing or if I really am trying to reconnect with my inner child. Bibs are so comfortable. There's so many more pockets. And they're coming back in all different kinds of styles. And fabrics. Yes. It's making me super comfy. Um, but that's also like rompers where you're exposed when you <laughs> go to the bathroom. Good. Maybe that's what you want in life. Maybe I just want to be exposed. Maybe you're just like, I have a secret. <laughs> I go to the bathroom naked. <laughs> <laughs> like every toddler. <laughs> Now I'm wondering. But you're doing it yourself, though. (laughs) I can wipe my own booty. Maybe, maybe I'm actually. I can do it all by myself. I can do it too with can do. Um, maybe I need to talk to my therapist. Be like, I'm actually, I'm trying to like recapture my uh, like ten year old self. Um, wearing bib overalls (laughs) is my style again. Um, is this uh inner child work uh, trauma thing? Am I? Go. Are we having a problem here? Um, I mean, we try to therapize ourselves, which I feel like this helps a lot. But then also, I realize we're not professionals. That might be a good question to ask. Somebody be like, hello, professional. My friend wants to take me thrift store shopping, and that makes me really sad and angry. Can you help me with that? She wants to take me shopping, which sounds like a bad idea. (laughs) Well, no, and I think there actually might be a part there, too, because I remember when I was a kid going shopping with friends, um, we would go into stores that I couldn't buy anything in. Oh, see, that's shitty. I would be like, I'm I'm leaving. And that, I'm doing this over here. And that's not their fault. There wasn't like any, there was only one store I could go in. You made me remember the time that my little tiny skinny friends in high school went into Abercrombie and Fitch when there was like those big buff gross models that like couldn't look at you. Mm-hmm. And they were just posed all like shirtless. Mm-hmm. So I went in there already intimidated and kind of weirded out. Mm-hmm. And then we all go in there with jeans and T-shirts and I try on a large and I'm like, I, I'm going to literally rip this shirt right in half if I try to pull this over my boobs. And they were like, did you find anything? I'm like, nope. Didn't want to talk about it. Didn't want to do anything. OK, so we have all these traumas and everything. Um, <laughs> Like I was talking about, like my grandma, like always like, you know. Kayla. Oh, what's going on there? How Midwestern oh, was that voice? By the way, <laughs> by the way, I made two pounds of this hot dish and uh all of this, these homemade pies, and you're gonna eat all that. Oh, oh, you only had one helping. Oh no, come on, come on, our kids, let's eat some more. So we went through all that stuff, and then you know, we're just like shameful, shameful, shameful. Okay, I know you love me, but like you're mean. And then <laughs> When was the I hate you a little bit, but it's okay. I love you. (laughs) When was the first time that you remember like wearing something or finding something that made you feel really good to wear? Um, besides the bib overalls when I was a child, yes, (laughs) in your adult life when you were like, oh snap, this was a dress. There's a dress, and I can no longer wear it because it's a little small for me, and my boobs are a little big now. Um. But it's actually a dress that I wore for Taylor and it has um for him. So like was there something going on? I mean, we were dating. Oh. So, so I, I wore a dress to I wore dresses for most of our dates because it's the only time I felt like I could wear a dress. 
was because I could go on a date with him. And I was like, I'll wear a dress to go on a date because I didn't wear dresses normally. And every time I did wear a dress, I have like a parent or a random person I knew go, oh, you're wearing a dress now. Oh, why are you wearing a dress? So then, of course, I couldn't wear dresses ever again. Okay, so I have like a bajillion T-shirt dresses and they're the best things in the world. Well, I have a bunch of dresses now after I had back surgery, so I just fucking wear them all the time now. Um, But (laughs) I also don't have those people that used to do that. Anywhere in your life. Yeah, anywhere exactly. But there was a dress and it has um paper cranes on them. Cute. Um it's a black dress with paper cranes. It has like a little like of a a stretchy back section, and but otherwise it's just a normal blonde dress. It's a little short now. Like I think it's shrunk a little bit and I've gotten a little bit bigger in the middle. Um but it's a it's ironically a Torah dress and they don't have it anymore, and I'm kind of sad about it. Um but that's like the only dress. I have to put a sweater with it because like it's a tank dress and I kind of not That's like a hundred percent with my arms, but my favorite ones are tank dresses and same thing. I like wearing like a little, like a little shawl thing yeah. with it. And that dress I felt amazing. And, um, it is 99% boob though, because like it just squishes everything up and over there. We'll wear, we'll wear that when we go out to the thrift stores. <laughs> no, getting in and out of that is not a, is not a fun, oh. it's not a fun task. Um, but well, I'm gonna wear one of my t-shirt dresses so I can whip that shit right off and whip right. other stuff. Off. I'll wear one of mine. That'd <laughs> yeah. be fine. Um, but yeah, that's one of the ones. And usually, when I went, wore like an outfit for a date, like any outfit I wore for a date for Taylor, that was great. I felt nice. Good. I um, I guess I get. I understand why you're saying like four four Taylor. I get it, but like I the only reason I bought I, I physically went out and bought a new outfit, and the reason why I bought it was for Taylor, like because it was going to be for a date for him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it's not like oh it only is for him because I've worn it for like other shit. Like I've gone out with friends, I've done it right. since then. But that's when you like gave yourself permission to buy the dress was because you were going on. That. My mother actually went with me to pick them out, and she finally let me pick a dress that went above my knees because I was going to see a man that could get her grandchildren. Okay. <laughs> like all right, all right, show a little leg. She's like, she's like, show the leg, show the tits. Let's go. <laughs> now I'm okay. Get a now, ring. now I'm okay. Get a ring and get the babies. <laughs> the trauma the trauma the floor length dress went up to above my knees (laughs) that reminds me like I just had like a this is totally off topic and whatever cut it out if this is whatever but my grandma I remember when I first told her that I was leaving my ex-husband she was like Kayla you've only been married for two you haven't even tried (laughs) that's what it reminded me of you haven't even tried. What do you mean? I'm like, I've been with this guy for almost six years and we've been married. Yes, you're right. For a very little amount of time. But I'm also young and I don't want to live like this anymore. <laughs> Please understand me. Like, but also she came from the generation of World War II where you got married before they left. So then, you know, you well, also be... she also came from the generation where she didn't get credit cards until she was they didn't get credit cards until 1970 something. I don't even think they had credit cards. No, you, women couldn't get credit like they couldn't have their own credit until 1970 something yeah well and i mean i don't think that they did that they were very like cash only people. i know so she didn't she couldn't own anything until 1970 something so obviously she couldn't get divorced she would have had to get her permission yeah she had nothing you're like oh, ma'am i have my own credit score so i can <laughs> i can fuck that up on my own yeah you're like i run my own business now yeah um thank you for asking <laughs> yeah you're welcome <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, I know it's 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 and like the same thing with makeup where like I technically stopped wearing makeup because he made me feel beautiful without it. And it's like, yes, I should not have put this on a man. I should have been able to do this by myself. But sometimes fucking society makes fat women feel like shit. Yep. And we have to hyper feminize ourselves. So if there's ever any compliment, you're like, I'm going to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. We have to hyper feminize ourselves, too, to make ourselves feel like women. Yeah. And see, Um, like, I'm like also the point, like, yes, the emo, whatever. But the T-shirt jeans thing, like, I, I don't care that that's like not as feminine or whatever but sometimes i want to wear a dress or i want to wear some fucking um what are they called what did i just say nipple tassels or nipple what are they called not tassels (laughs) (laughs) maybe i do want to wear some tassels i don't know but yeah pasties maybe i want to do that maybe i want to wear a skirt whatever but i feel most comfortable more often jeans and t-shirt i just i feel like the biggest thing with me trying to find a style is that I want to feel finished. Like I want to not just feel thrown into a hodgepodge and let outside. Like I don't want to be undone or um, incomplete because as of right now, I feel a bit incomplete when I'm presenting myself. And that's the same thing where like I didn't, do my hair for a while like at all and now i've started to do my hair a bit more yeah and the same thing where like i'm not like i'm doing some of my makeup and not doing all of it because i've I've learned like the middle ground but i'm doing some makeup now when i leave the house because it makes me feel complete more put together yeah, yeah. more put together um so like if i am wearing jeans and a t-shirt it doesn't feel like play-doh it feels like the finished product yeah and I think that's that's part of the reason why I'm like, fuck, I need a style because I got nothing because it, it feels very incomplete. Yeah, maybe it's just like in that you're kind of like in that limbo stage of like, OK, so I'm like working on the trauma things. I'm doing all these things. And then I also want to figure out what makes me me on the outside as well as the yeah, inside. I want to reflect the work that I'm putting on the inside. On the I outside. remember I remember going through that um, really, really intensely after my divorce, actually. And like realizing like I had no idea who I was and what I was doing and that I needed to like reinvent myself basically. Yeah. And it was really hard and really weird, and very uncomfortable, right. but like, and it was a lot of thrifting and a lot of like clothing exchanges with friends too, which that's fun. Which, that's terrifying to me because I remember we got, in, I got invited to one with one of our friends on Facebook and I was like, oh, that's cool. I would love to do that and then immediately uh, remove myself from it because I am plus size and all our friends are far smaller than me. They're not all the people that she's inviting. And actually, that's going to happen. She's rescheduling it. Um, There's a range of sizes. And that's the whole point that she's bringing these specific people together, which I'm excited. about. I also have purged my clothing aggressively at one point or another. So now I'm just like. I've been accumulating things for this. So I have like two totes and it's obnoxious. Well, we moved in July. And so then I like got rid of 90% of my clothes. <laughs> and then you're like, this is going to be a good restart all around, ain't it? <laughs> and then and then I'm just like, yeah. and then I'll have clothes that like my dryer or my washing machine, especially. Okay. I love a lot of towards clothes. There are a lot of Tory clothes that I'm like, you guys need to rethink outside the box. 
And I'm looking at the CEO of this aggressively being like, please let people design other things besides skulls and cold shoulder outfits. But also some of the material is absolutely dog shit um, because it keeps getting fucked up in my washing machine and like prints that I absolutely adore will randomly have a hole in it. And then I cry because you're like, I really like that. It was expensive. Yeah, it was a Disney print and now it's dead. And then I have to throw it away. That's the whole thing, too. They just don't make things like they used to. I feel like we're like 68 years old. But they don't. Like Like the threat. They they make everything so cheap now. It's ridiculous. And then then we're put on to us to not do fast fashion, which understandably we shouldn't. But also because of the icky shit that happens behind the scenes. But at the same time, if it's going to break down anyway, why not buy the cheap shit? They're still doing the icky shit behind the scenes everywhere else because obviously they are because otherwise the material would be better. Hence why I'm trying to do places like Universal Standard for my signature pieces, which that means I also have to find a signature style. Also, you boutiques in town need to find plus size clothing. Uh, The boutiques in town need to stop doing the same exact style. I actually talked about this on Twitter. Somebody else brought it up about how they name it. it's all floral bullshit. They all, the, the name of it where it's like something and something. And it's like a one adjective plus another adjective. <laughs> and, and I'm like, but how else am I going to find my fancy khaki hat that goes with my fancy floral thing and my, in my and cardigan? My, and my fringy floral, uh, Jacqueline calls them bat, bat things. Um, and my cardigan. And then he was like, what kind of color cardigan do you have? Do you have it the off eggshell or do you have? I was like, no, I'm the earthy herbal um, soccer mom. I need mint green I have, and pastel I have the pink. sage green jacket. Because <laughs> it's all the fucking same clothing between size zero, zero, and five. Yeah. Like there's nothing in between. It's, and it's, it's tan, it's taupes, it's white, it's it's all it's all fucking Monet. It's all <laughs> the fucking hats, it's all the same shit. They all do the same shit. Look, and I'm sorry, but um, that is a huge salon aesthetic right now. Like you're, you look like a very professional, put together stylist. If you got a big tan hat, that's the Monate style, by the way. Monate has co-opted that. That's hilarious. But yeah, that's part of the reason the joke is is that they apparently, allegedly, um lose their hair or the hair looks bad so they keep putting a hat on <laughs> covering up those Monet ball spots allegedly 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 <laughs> but it's always like this pure aesthetic of like here's this pure white and then like this off gray and like millennial gray and the millennial pink and like because all the millennials now are 40 like 30 to 40 and they're the ones that are targeting but they're targeting like skinny millennials but they're like perfect little babies and they're perfect little like gingham outfits and they're perfect little floral. And they're posing in the park and in the forest. And everything's blown out white. And I'm like, y'all, can we like. I'm clean and perfect and pure. Can we not? I don't want a Clorac. Maybe that's, Clorox why, I, maybe that's why I want to fuck it up and be like, I'm rocker. And maybe that's why. <laughs> and maybe that's why I'm like bog witch kindergarten teacher. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Like it's the it's the deeper contrast colors. It's the <laughs> Kayla's having a crisis because she took her clip out of her hair and like lost her mind. I didn't mean to. It just kind of like sprung out of there. That's what happens when we're having my hair wanted to be free. That's what, we, that's what, <laughs> what happens when we're talking about bog witches. Yeah. Well, it's like I'm the more. Tent. There's a there's a 
a photographer that did my uh, friend's wedding. I think they actually might not exist anymore. Um, like the company might have been. I mean, in, I feel. I like... think they might be the ones that got in trouble for. Oh. But they did like deeper contrasts and then like deeper like like darker colors between, and I'm like, that's more the aesthetic because it's it's got the darker, richer tones and like that sort of thing. I'm like, why can't we go back to that? Like, yeah. I was so mad about that being such a thing for a while. And then they got rid of it and went back to the like blown out colors. And I'm like, no, never mind. I changed my mind. Bring that one back. Bring back like the richy earth tones and like yeah. bring back like the jewel deep. tones. Jewel I tones. I freaking being, love yeah. jewel tones. I'm like, I'm tired of everything being like off white mm-hmm. and Girls. that being the aesthetic. That's never been my thing. Plus, if you wear white and you're plus size, like, ooh, you better be figuring that out. Cause that don't work. Also, I'm plus size for a reason. I can't wear white. I'm eating barbecue. I don't. That that's also a thing. <laughs> like, uh, my boobs get in the way. So <laughs> if it falls, then don't go. Don't fall on the ground. <laughs> we're we're, go- we're we're ending up in a place on this outfit. If I'm wearing white and a lot of white, my boyfriend's about to get married, and he did not know. <laughs> so we gotta warn him. If I'm wearing white, I'm something's wrong you got married already you, you, can't, you can't do it again. something's wrong or like i'm gonna go to one of those color runs maybe or like i'm gonna I've like always wanted to do one of those or i'm going to a rave and i want to go in the dark <laughs> that's what i got she's like i just want actual color thrown on me yeah i'm gonna be or i'm gonna be in the black light and i want to glow i want to be found <laughs> i'm afraid actually i might get lost I don't know. I think I'm glad that like there are more plus size companies and the plus size companies that have existed have started to change their styles to more represent a plethora of different styles. Yeah. And color wants. And but at the same time, it's still very hard to fit any of it because we're still being told that we shouldn't exist right and so and that's why like you were looking up images and you were like looking up skinny women and you're like look at these images i'm like i can't i need to see these on plus size women because it is a different perspective they style themselves very differently and there's a reason they do and um a lot of times these companies will be like oh yeah we have a plus size section it's the same outfit not changed it's just a bigger size so it doesn't look right and so i'm like no i need it to be styled by somebody who knows and it needs the to size. be it needs to be stitched in a certain way it needs to hug the right places right. It, i need to see how it would look on somebody who knows what they're talking about because i don't neither does the skinny girl so we need to find somebody who okay i've put this on i have a bigger body this is how it looks yep and, this so is, then I and know, this is why i'm not comfortable and this right. is yeah yep and it's harder though because not a lot of them feel comfortable doing that because they get so much backlash Mm -hmm. so then you're like well thank you for being the marauder that's why we're going i'm gonna pick you up (sighs) i'm gonna pick you up in black beauty and we're gonna go pound have no money pound the streets for the thrift store so what have like have like 30 dollars and we'll find a couple shirts or a pant a pant What? I'll pick up a pant. <laughs> uh, a a pant or two shirt. <laughs> two shirt, a pant. <laughs> this woman's about to take me out on the town, I guess. 
Yeah. And we're going to find some shit and maybe we'll try on some shit and be like, I fucking hate this because this is why. And I like this because this is why. And then we'll figure it out together. All right. Because your opinionated as fuck. I'm opinionated as fuck. You know, I'm going to be like, "Mm -mm, you're not wearing that. And then I'm going to put on something and you're going to be like, you look so unattractive right now. And then we'll just go find other things. (laughs) I would never say it like that. Obviously. I kind of want you to because it'd be fun. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. I know know you wouldn't mean it. It'd just be hilarious. We could like really make it a thing in there. We should go in there (laughs) pretending that we're a couple on the verge of divorce. And this is the only way to save our marriage. And they're all young kids working in there. And And so we should be so obnoxious and being like. I don't think that outfit will work and be like, you thought this outfit worked on Karen and I'd be like, yeah, but Karen has a better ass than you. And then we could just go off. And then we, and then we just freak out Ashley, Jessica and Tiffany who just are making their minimum wage and trying just to fucking trying to work. And get the cops called on us. And then maybe we'll just be like so awkward that they'll be like, just, just take it. <laughs> just please leave. <laughs> what do you have? Just throw it down. That's good. <laughs> I won't even have to spend my three doll hairs. Yeah. Look at that free clothing. Oh my God. This I'm sounds amazing. To, I'm I can't have to wait. to schedule my therapy appointment around this. Where are we going? <laughs> I think, I think that's it. I'm going to have to just, let's, let's go schedule an appointment. I got a yeah, therapist. Go. Definitely gonna we, we, we got some places to go. Consignment stores to talk to. <laughs> Poor children to scar. I, I have to go. That's it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into Elizabeth's fashion crisis. I didn't. I'm still in a crisis right now. If you're looking for more Thought Dish fun, you can check out our other episodes on ThoughtDishPodcast.com. Or catch us in two weeks, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can also support the show by donating a coffee, and you can learn more about that at thoughtdishpodcast.com. See y'all next time, unless I die in a secondhand clothing store changing room. <laughs> <laughs>